I was a uh, practicing clinician working in a home health agency model. I wasn't allowed to dose my patients as per best practice guidelines. So I said, there's gotta be a way to do this better. My, my grandmother, uh, my grandfather, I started seeing them going in and out of long-term care. It started personal seeing the sick side of 80, and now it's been exciting to be part of Fox. Light bulb moment, like that's a complete game changer. You can see what we can do as a practice and as treating clinicians to really make 80, 85 look so much different than it did back that long ago. And boil it down into one say, it's quite simply this, it's be stronger, live better longer. Welcome to Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast, the podcast dedicated to clinicians who work with older adults. So if you are listening in real time, this is the day before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve, and like I've done for many a Thanksgiving, I am going to visit my grandma on this episode of the Live Better Longer podcast. Yes, because for years, for years, I would spend Thanksgiving with my grandparents. Two sets of grandparents, and we would rotate each year. Now, there are a couple of reasons why my grandmother is on today. And first of all, I don't need any reasons to have my grandmother on a podcast. I don't need to qualify it. I don't need to rationalize it. But in case you're wondering, in case you're wondering, here's why my grandmother is on today's episode. The name of this podcast is Live Better Longer. One of our mottos at Fox Rehabilitation is be stronger, live better longer. My grandmother exemplifies that. She's 90 years old. She is living better longer. Because we believe in the older adult here at Fox Rehabilitation. So that's reason number one. My grandmother personifies our motto, be stronger, live better longer. Now also, if you listen to this podcast, you should know that I open every episode by saying the podcast dedicated to clinicians who work with older adults. So I would hope that a lot of clinicians listen to this podcast, and I would also hope that a lot of younger clinicians listen to this podcast. So I thought it would be great to have my grandmother on because a younger clinician could kind of get inside of her brain. What does a 90-year-old think? And amazingly, as you'll find out, maybe pop cultural references aside, a 90-year-old doesn't think much differently than a 30-year-old or 20-year-old. Now, albeit a a 90-year-old has much more wisdom than a 20 or 30-something, but when you're talking about a one-on-one interaction, you shouldn't be intimidated. So those are the two reasons why my grandmother's coming on today, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else you need to know before she comes on. Uh, My grandma was reluctant to do this podcast, even though I think she's one of the biggest hams in the family. She is a born performer, whether she acknowledges that or not, which you will find out firsthand when we come back right here on Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast. All right, so before I get my grandmother on the line, I want to let all of you physical therapists and occupational therapists 
Know about an amazing opportunity happening on December 3rd and 4th. Dr. Carol B. Lewis will be hosting the in-person course, Orthopedic Examination and Intervention for the Older Adult. This progressive hands-on course focuses on clinical skills and provides participants with the most up-to-date intervention techniques addressing orthopedic changes and pathologies affecting older persons. Where is it happening? This is also very exciting. It's happening at Fox Rehabilitation's home office in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. So learn from the legend herself, Dr. Carol B. Lewis. Once again, the course, Orthopedic Examination and Intervention for the Older Adult, happening December 3rd and 4th at our home office in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And PTs and OTs, you can get 20 CEUs. So if you would like to register, you can do so by going to greatseminarsandbooks.com. We are back on Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast. And as promised, I am joined by my grandma. Grandma, welcome to the podcast. Well, hi, Jimmy. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. We, we made this happen finally. Yes, we did. At first, I was a little leery that I wouldn't say the right things. But I'm just talking like normal. We're just, yeah, we're just having a conversation. Right, right. So who who talked you into it? Well, your mom kind of <laughs> said I should. <laughs> I, I mean, well, a lot of others, even uh, Joe, are uh, my uncle Joe. Yeah, your son, yeah, my he uncle. Goes, he goes, you. He goes, you should do it. What? You could maybe tell him something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was, I think it was the one-two punch of my mom and uncle Joe, because. Yeah, right. He was over, my mom was on the phone, and between the both of them, they were able to convince right. you to do this right. podcast. Because I'm kind of shy about getting on uh, I don't, to- but I don't believe that. Because I, I know. Do you remember, well, it was for my parents' 40th wedding anniversary. Right. I recorded I a video, and I got all the relatives, <laughs> and I think you were the best. You were the best performer on it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> What I said, I was probably embarrassed. No. But anyway, whatever. And, and whatever. after watching right. that video and just knowing you throughout my entire life, yeah, I <laughs> ham it up a bunch, and I right. think I get some of that hamminess from you. Oh. <laughs> well, you, you're pretty good at that. Yeah, but I get hamminess. it from you, so you're good at it. <laughs> well, at least I'm good for something. <laughs> <laughs> well, No. You're you're good for a ton of things, for countless things. Can we go down the stats quickly? Grand yeah. grandkids. How many grandkids do you have? Twenty one. Wow. All right. And there's forty something <laughs> uh great grandchildren. Have you lost count of your great grandkids? Uh well, every once in a while I'll go through. There's two on the way, so I gotta figure those out too. <laughs> but we're we're thinking like 40-something great-grandkids. At least your mom, she keeps track. She knows more about that than I do because she wrote them all down. (laughs) Yeah, every time there's a great-grandkid, I'll get a text. I've lost track. There's so many. I know. I just just look on my wall. It's plastered. 
the whole wall is plastered with pictures, so every once in a while I'll, I'll try to write them down, you know. Yeah, because so, for those that don't know, and I guess many have not been over my grandmother's house, there's a wall. And at first, yeah, so at first it was just pictures of your grandkids, and right. then it turned into people who married your grandkids, and then right. it turned into great-grandkids. So what started out with maybe like 21 pictures, it's now just like yeah. a wall of pictures. It's a giant collage. Yeah. Sure, it's like a wallpaper over there. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then grandma one great-great-grandkid. Yes, I do. Have a great great grandchild. All right, so, that's that's a lot. That's a right. Yes, yeah, a lot. So I, I think <laughs> we started this by you. You said, "Well, at least I'm good for something," and I said, "Whoa, hold up for populating With, the world." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without you and Grandpa, like none of that would have been possible. I know. What if I hadn't married him? <laughs> All these people wouldn't be here. <laughs> well, can I can I go back to the beginning, just so yeah. I have it on a recording? How did yeah. you and how did you and Grandpa first meet? Okay, I lived in Georgia all my life. You know, I was raised in Georgia. You're a Southern and belle. And he was he was in the um, he was from Cleveland, and he joined the service. And there was an Air Force base right near where I lived, and that's where he was stationed. And one night, I worked for the telephone company. You know, number please, and uh, so. <laughs> My girlfriend had a car, and when you had a car, you you were something else. So the, <laughs> her boyfriend was over at the base. So one night, she had to take her brother somewhere. So she said, I'm picking you up. Will you go with me? And there's going to be a couple of other, because her boyfriend was a soldier. And I said, okay. So I got in the car, and uh, I looked, and the one guy sitting near the window, I didn't like his look, so I slid over by Grandpa. <laughs> Uh, that's that's how I met. That's how I met him. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe maybe that was the universe like nudging you in one direction. Right, it was. I'm sure it was because you wouldn't be sitting here talking to that's me. That's right. <laughs> but it was a good life, and uh, I moved to Cleveland, Ohio. And wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, you're you're fast forwarding. You're skipping over a whole bunch of good stuff. So you what? nudge you nudge closer to Grandpa. Do you, yes, and did you all, share a conversation he, that night or that evening? Oh yes, all they did was talk, uh, make fun of our southern accents, the mm. northern boys. <laughs> did you did you make fun of their midwestern accents? No. Okay, you could have, you could have if you wanted I was, to. I was polite, yeah. <laughs> but so, anyway, uh, the rest is history. No, no, wait, he, wait, Grandma, you're still fast forwarding. Is it true? Because I think you told me this once. He asked you out on a date, and you turned him down? And I stood him up. Yes! yes. Wait, you not only turned him down, but you stood him up? Yes. Can we can we talk about that? Like, where did, well, where were you just, supposed to he, go? He just, we were supposed to go to a, they called it a wiener roast. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so I did. But then he just was persistent, so... But did he say, that. but did he say, hey, like, why'd you stand me up? How come you didn't go to the wiener roast? <laughs> I don't remember if he said that. He probably was hurt. <laughs> but he was he was persistent, and persistence yes, yes. pays off. Well, I was married to him 54 years before he died, so it was a good marriage, too. Which gave lots of grandkids and great-grandkids, and currently right. one yes. great-great-grandkid. But how did right. you end up in Cleveland? 
So Grandpa goes well, back. He, he goes we back were, to Cleveland. The, but was it an, was it an easy sell for you because you grew up in well, Georgia? He, actually, he was in the service, and it was during the Korean War. So he was sent to El Paso, Texas. So I went with him there, and he was at the Air Force Base in El Paso, Texas. And we met a lot of people there. We were right near the Mexican border and everything. Anyway, I stayed there, and then my first son was born there, and then my second son was almost born there. And then we flew to Cleveland because his parents lived here, and we that's where we settled in, in Cleveland. But you've been through many a harsh Cleveland winter. Oh. Did part of you ever think, ah, oh, why didn't we just stay in Georgia? Yes, because Cleveland winters, but I, I guess I have to be used to them by now. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting, uh, thinking, oh no, please don't be a bad winter. But anyway, I survived, and that was fine. When I talked to my sister in Georgia, you know, it's it's warm a lot most of the time. So you could, you could have had that. If you could have sold Grandpa on relocating to Georgia instead of going back to the right. Midwest. Yeah, I know. Right. But I didn't. No. I knew he wanted to be here. All and, right. And uh, living through depression was, uh, you know, we didn't have very much. I was telling the, some of my grandkids, for Christmas we would, in our stock, and we would get maybe a apple or an orange, you know. And you we were have, you were happy with that, right? We were happy, yes. And my dad, he uh, had four children, and he made four dollars a week. Wow! Yeah, he See, he milked cows to uh, to help us, and we were happy for a little bitty uh, two or three pieces of candy or something. <laughs> and kids have everything now, right? No, but that's I look why, back, like... and it was it was during the war too. The you know and. Uh, and we were rationed. We didn't have sugar. We didn't have. And believe it or not, when I was 15, I saw on the TV one day, someone was talking about their grandma I was 15 and she was working. I said, well, I was 15 and I was working at a, a dime store during Christmas. And we, you couldn't get um, Hershey bars back then because they were very expensive. So one Saturday, I worked all day. For a box of Hershey bars. <laughs> <laughs> I took a payment in Hershey bars. <laughs> no, but that's why it's called old school. Grandma, yeah. you're, you're old school. Well, you're, you're not kidding. I'll be 91 soon <laughs> on Christmas Day. <laughs> that's right. My, my grandmother's birthday is on Christmas. You'll be turning 91. And the reason yes. I had you on this podcast is because our yeah. motto... With Fox Rehabilitation is be stronger, live better, yes. longer. And I think you exemplify that. I guess, quote unquote, an older adult starts when you're 65. Yeah. I remember you were always taking care of yourself. Like I was in your 50s and 60s, golfing, walking, yes, exercising. Walking, right. And and have a, have a positive attitude. Don't try not to... Uh, be mean to people, you know. Get up in the morning and say, give me a pure heart today and let me help someone yeah. if I can. I like that. Yeah, I do too. Grandma, what got you into golfing and exercising? And I remember when it was winter, you and Grandpa would walk the malls. So oh, yeah. What, what got we you would. into that? Well, one thing that got me into golfing was 
grandpa was a golf addict. <laughs> and I thought, well, so my, my girlfriend says, I'm, I'm taking all of you ladies out and you're learning how to golf so we could be in leagues. So she took us out and I think she almost went crazy because we always all got bowling scores <laughs> instead of golf <laughs> scores. <laughs> but we learned, we learned and we got to go out golfing then, you know, and then Grandpa and me always went on golf trips then because that was fun, just golfing together, you know. And looking back, how important was it for you to stay active? Oh, very. Oh, you right now, in the morning, I might not feel like it, but I do my exercise always before I even go downstairs. That's great. I mean, I have these exercises that they gave me quite a while ago to do, and I do them. And then I, I walk in the house. I still fix my meals. I still cook and everything. And I do try to walk about 20 minutes in the house, too. Because, I, I, you know, I'm not able to to do things like I used to, go out and drive and stuff. But I do all of this, and I take care of myself, and I cook and everything. And I love, too, when you cook, you're including fruits and vegetables. Oh, yes. I'm, I try to make sure that I have the proper food, you know, like enough vegetables and fruits and things. I do love chocolate. <laughs> well, I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. But you're allowed, I mean, you're allowed to cheat. I'm allowed yeah. to have that, right? Yeah, it's like, a, it's a balance. Dark chocolate, dark chocolate's good for you, so. Yes. I can have a lot of that. <laughs> and also grandma i love how you've adapted over the years because you have had some injuries oh yes i i broke my pelvic bone i broke my um a bone in my back i had therapy and i got over that and then when i broke my pelvic i it just had to it had to heal up by itself but that was painful but i managed and for the pelvis because when I'm with you, I see how careful you are. You have your rollator. Yeah. You're bracing yourself on items yeah. as you get up right. and get down. When you broke your pelvis, right. you were just stepping off of a, a step, right? It's not like you slipped on ice or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, I was stepping off a higher step and uh, I, the jarring of it or something. So that happened. But it, it healed up, and I'm pretty good now. Yeah, um, I wanted to know, what was your mindset after you had those injuries? I didn't let it get me down. I just thought, you have to, you have to just get better. You have to, you have to, you know. I'm amazed that I did take care of myself. I did get a stair lift to help me go up because I was going upstairs so much. Yeah. So that helped me. I'm inspired by you because you hear so many stories of older adults who have an injury late in life. And then yeah. that's kind of it. They never rebound from it. But I'm like super impressed and super inspired that you've rebounded from two and still have this positive attitude. Yes, I do. I, I just thank God every day for how he takes care of me. So, so another question I wanted to yeah. ask you, Grandma. Another reason yeah. I have you on the podcast. So yeah. we have clinicians and there's a, a majority of these clinicians that are maybe mid to late 20s early 30s. So I want to know, what should a younger clinician know about an older adult, like their mindset? How are you similar? How are you not similar? How can you come together? The way I think about it is the age, my age does not make a difference. 
to me, I'm still young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a mindset that you're still young, you know. You look back and and you you just think of all these things. I I just still feel like I'm in my just like a mindset. I'm still young. <laughs> So if you were being treated by someone who was 27, they should yeah. know that. Like, hey, like, don't think of me as someone who's almost 91 years old. Just think of me as a peer. Yeah, like, I'm still young. As, as, yeah, right. Just think of me as as a young person and, and treat me that way. <laughs> yes. Because you, I mean, right. I've, I've seen you in action. I think I, I visited in the summer. So this was a few months ago. Yeah. Like, right. Uh-huh. You're you're still at it. Like you're still working around the kitchen. I come over. Yeah. Hey, what do you want to eat? What do you want to drink? Yeah. So I love that you're still going. Uh, me too. And I <laughs> hope I keep that way. I don't want to uh I can't imagine I I, I just keep thinking I want to be this way until I'm no longer here. Yeah, no, but you like I think you have been doing that over the last 30, 35, 40 years. Yeah. And and Grandpa and me, we just believed in walking. We walked in the mall. We walked at the, in the park. We loved walking around the neighborhoods and everything. So that was good. And then are you still, so, are you still watching uh, Cleveland baseball? Oh, yeah. Oh, do you yeah. think, when do you think they'll win a World Series? You know, I wish I could live to see that because... <laughs> It was so it was so exciting when they were remember that one time they uh almost won and uh <laughs> against uh, yeah it was against Florida they almost won it was against yeah. Chicago they almost won Yeah, I know. I know. And but you know, it they had an exciting team this year, so we'll just hope Yeah, hope. no, it's a young team. Maybe next year. Maybe next, Maybe next year. year. One of my favorite current memories is me and you, this was a few years ago, we watched an NBA Finals game. Yeah, I remember that. See, yeah. I, I think stuff like that... And then like you that, had to sleep on my couch. Yes, it was comfortable. <laughs> really? We had a nice talk. And then, yeah. then, I also have to point out that my grandma makes the best fried eggs. What it? What is it? I, I don't know. Because when you go to a restaurant, you say... uh I want an egg over, I don't want it runny, but I want it still, the yellow to be runny, but not yeah, white. Yeah, you want to be able to and dip. They don't, they don't know how to fix it, but I can fix it then. <laughs> but even like the salt the salt and pepper ratio, it's perfect. Yes, yes. It's perfect. Yeah. I was talking to Anne. I forget when, that's my sister. And yeah. she said, Grandma Shear could make a bologna sandwich and it would taste good. Oh, really? Yes. So I don't know what it is, but you have like that that special I, well, touch. Well, I know another grandchild said that too. Grandma, you make the best eggs. <laughs> if you ever have to spend the night here, I'll make you some eggs. <laughs> if I'm still around. No, but I I don't want you to make breakfast for me. But when I'm with you and if it's early enough, I do request a fried egg. Just okay. because I think it's such a special thing. All right. Yeah. I yeah. remember that. Yes. I remember <laughs> Well, Grandma. Well, this, this has been a nice conversation. Yeah, see? And it wasn't so bad. No. I lived through it. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. 
I have interviewed surgeons on this podcast. Really? Uh, there's um there's a doctor named Carol B. Lewis who is famous in the world of physical therapy. It took wow. me an email. It took me an email to get her on this podcast. It took me four or five phone calls and an in-person visit to get you on my podcast. So you <laughs> were the hardest guest to book on this podcast. Well, well that I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> no, but we made it because you said, what's a podcast? And I said, well, it's just like talk radio. And yeah, yeah we're just okay. having a conversation. We did. So we, 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 we made it happen. We did. We did. And I'm glad I did because I kind of felt sorry that I kept putting you off because <laughs> I thought, that's my grandson. What are you doing? <laughs> you, were, you were blowing me off like you blew off grandpa. I know. <laughs> Finally, I came around. <laughs> So oh, boy. before we go, yeah. before we go, I want yeah. to say happy Thanksgiving to you. You too. You too. Merry. And Merry by the way, I'll, I'll do all, yeah, I'll do all this stuff in real life, but in, in podcast land, Merry Christmas uh-huh. and happy 91st birthday on Christmas. Thank you. And um, yeah. will you, will you come back if I were to ask you again? Well, if I have anything new to say. All right. All right. So, Grandma, thank you so much. I love you. You never know my new adventures every day. I love you, and I appreciate you doing this. Love you, Jimmy. Love you. So, bye-bye. For my grandma, my name is Jim Shear, and we will see Yins later. Oh, I love that, Yins. I'll see y'all later. (laughs) 